If you don't have an email list, then you don't have a direct line to your customers. Reaching your clients, audience, supporters, and fans with the right message at the right time in the right place becomes easy when you've got a strategic email list in place. My email list is the number one way I drive profits in my business. And major bonus here, it's a lot easier and way more fun than you might think. That's why I'm teaching a free live workshop all about growing your email list called From Zero Subscribers or Zero Strategy to an Engaged Email List That Lasts. I'll show you how to kick off your email list building strategy with no fear because I know it can be scary to start something new in your business. Save your virtual seat at growanemaillist.com. Inside of my free live workshop, you'll learn why email marketing is 10 times more effective than posting on social media, my secret to sending out weekly emails without adding a ton of work to my plate, my best tips for getting people to hit subscribe, and what to actually say to them to convert them from subscribers to paying clients and customers. Save your seat now at growanemaillist.com. That's growanemaillist.com to get started with an email list strategy that drives real results. I'll see you at the masterclass. In a world that wants us to box ourselves in or use titles to describe ourselves or measure our success by the things that we can see, surrendering and starting to entertain this idea of shifting your identity is scary. Hey, my name is Jenna Kutcher, and I am obsessed with all things business, marketing, numbers, and helping you to navigate both the messy and the magical seasons of this thing called life. I'm a small town mama who took a $300 camera, grew a successful photo biz, and now I work from home and run a seven-figure online business. I teach you the tried and true secrets to building a career you adore. Shy away from the real talk? (laughs) No way. Money, hardship, growth, loss, and marketing are all topics we discuss here. Think of this as your one-stop shop for happy hour with a gal pal mixed with business school. Pull up a seat, make sure you're cozy, and get ready to be challenged and encouraged while you learn. This is the Gold Digger Podcast. It is such a pleasure to share the business podcasting space with the man, the myth, the legend, John Lee Dumas. We're both on the HubSpot Podcast Network, and honestly, his podcast is among the elite veterans of the field. Entrepreneurs on Fire stokes inspiration and shares strategies to fire up your entrepreneurial journey and help you create the life you've always dreamed of. He tackles topics that I know you'll love in a clear, concise, and actionable way with episodes like how to dramatically improve conversions and marketing performance, how to master sales, persuasion, and influence, and how to build, design, launch, and grow a small company. Trust me, Entrepreneurs on Fire is a wealth of information for business owners just like you. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, Kylie. Hi, Jenna. I'm so excited (laughs) to talk about things today. And I'm actually laughing because this episode is all about motherhood. And there's a real good chance that a toddler will come running in or a baby will need to be fed during this episode, which honestly just feels very timely and appropriate. (laughs) Very on brand for Jenna Kutcher right now. So tell me, yeah, right. Tell me what we're talking about today. Give me the scoop and then let's dive on in. So right now I am staring at a completely empty Google Doc. And that's not usually how I like to go into these episodes with you. Like I like to have a plan. I like to have questions written out. But there's this 
question, this theme that I've talked to you about in the past. And it's something that I keep mulling over in my brain. And I know it's on the brain of a lot of women who are on the brink of motherhood or are thinking about motherhood and who also have big career ambitions and goals and have started working on something incredible that they care about. And there's this intersection of when I become a mother, if I become a mother how that identity is going to change and how that's going to make me feel. And, you know, as someone who hopes for motherhood this year in the near future, I'm really grappling with that. You know, am I going to be the same Kylie on the other side of having a baby? And if I'm not, is that a bad thing? Is it scary? And I know these are questions that you've asked yourself. I know we share in the past because we talked about this in a past episode, how you said at one point in your life that you'd never have kids. And now here you are with two beautiful baby girls. And I also was standing in those shoes. And I know a lot of women stand in those shoes where they thought maybe they'd never become a mom. And a lot of that is because it's wrapped up in identity and what it means and how it changes and shifts your life. So with that monologue, the big overarching question today is how has motherhood shifted your identity and how are you feeling now that you have your two baby girls? And so let's just start the conversation there. Let's do it. I'm ready to dive in. So it's interesting because I was just telling someone in my life who is pregnant, I was like, if I could have a secondary job, I love supporting women through their journey leading towards motherhood, whatever that might include. And I love like helping moms through the postpartum period. One of our team members recently had a baby and I'm literally checking in daily. And I feel like I've accumulated all of this knowledge from my own experience. I'm by no means an expert. I'm an expert in my own experience, but I'm like, here's a tip for this, or maybe this can help, or have you tried this? And there's something in me that wants to help people make that transition because I know how big of a transition it is to make. I carried so many fears around motherhood for so long. And like you said, you know, we were married seven years before we had Coco and we were married five years before we even considered or entertained the thought of starting a family. And Obviously, it took three years and two miscarriages to get Coco. And so I had a lot of time to kind of wrap my head around that identity shift. But for a lot of people, that can come on abruptly or it can take a long time or it might never happen. And I think that one of the things that is so fascinating about motherhood is that it begins, the journey begins with your first act of surrender you don't know if you will be able to get pregnant. You do not know if you'll be able to stay pregnant. And I think that deep down in a lot of women, our greatest fear is that that won't happen when we want it to, or if we want it to. Do you agree with that? I do. It's, you always wait for the feeling of readiness. Like I will be ready to surrender when, and then you kind of have like a checklist of things, but you don't really know what's on that list and surrendering to something that really is for the large part out of your control is a really scary place to be standing. Mm -hmm. And I think too, if we're looking at this conversation from a lens of ambitious women, which I think honestly all women are ambitious, but specifically 
ambitious women who do want to continue with their career or start that business or keep up that side hustle while going through pregnancy and entering motherhood and being a mom, I think that the art of surrender is really hard for us because we are control freaks. (laughs) We Mm -hmm. love to be in control of our destiny. We love to be in control of what we're working towards. And so that act of surrendering is so scary and so hard. And we often have a really hard time wrapping our heads around it. We want to feel ready. We want to check off the boxes. We want to know that with certainty, this is when something is going to happen for me. And when I look back on my journey now, and I can say this now being so removed from it, I couldn't have said this while I was in it. I can see that I needed that three-year window of loss and pain and grief to really understand what surrender could look like in my life. I, I feel like, you know, sometimes they say like God's rejections are your protection. And I, I feel like I was being protected in that season while not knowing it, while walking through the muck to help me prepare for when Coco finally arrived. But identity, man, like it is something I think about all the time. And I think that in a world that wants us to box ourselves in or use titles to describe ourselves or measure our success by the things that we can see, surrendering and starting to entertain this idea of shifting your identity is scary. So do you have a specific question that we can start with and then we can kind of move forward on that? Yeah. So let's start with a mindset block. I'm seriously going to be the most selfish interviewer today. (laughs) (laughs) Like It's just like my one-on-one with Jenna and everyone's listening in. So I have this mental block that I believe when I get pregnant, when that happens for me, I then have nine months to finish everything I've ever wanted Mm -hmm. to finish. And I, I know it's not true, but yet it's what my brain has led me to believe. Yeah. And you know, it's, What's really tricky about that is during pregnancy, you don't want to do crap. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Uh, Again, I think it's like, it's, it's really wild when we look at how pregnancy is designed, the amount of time it is, the different phases of pregnancy, the different ways that you, your body is working and creating this miracle. It is really, it feels very intentionally designed. I'll just say that. And I, understand that feeling so much. When I was pregnant for the first time, I was at the height of my photography career. When I was pregnant for the third time with Coco, I was kind of, you know, approaching the height or what I thought, and that is the best way to say that, what I thought was the height of my business career. Boy, was I wrong. Hmm. And there were so many opportunities coming my way and so many things that were like in the future. And when you're thinking or entertaining the idea of getting pregnant, automatically you're like, oh, whoa, if I say yes to this, like I could be six months pregnant. Should I maybe not say yes to this and then just wait? And then we can, you know, it's like this like delay of things. And I actually remember having a conversation with you, Kylie where you were having these different opportunities come your way. And yet this desire for potential parenthood was kind of holding you back and you wanted to pursue those things. But this thought of like, what if I'm pregnant? And I remember actually saying this to Thea, who uh, was someone who was really speaking into my life before I got pregnant with Quinn. And I was like, you know, I have this vision that like, I I really want to run a half marathon again. I used to be a big runner. I've run many races. I used to run full marathons and she goes, train like you're going to run it. And if, you know, if you are blessed enough to get pregnant, like then you just change your course. And 
it was interesting because she was just kind of bringing me home to like make decisions that are right today and know that you can change. You can change your mind. You can change the decision. You can change. And I remember when I was pregnant with Coco, I was on a phone call with Aerie and it was after I'd worked with them for years. It was before they had their role models. And I remember they were like, we have a really big offer for you. We're so excited about this. This is something new. You're perfect for it. And I remember in the back of my mind, I was like, I have waited for this opportunity for years. Maybe I shouldn't get pregnant because they're not going to want me if I'm pregnant. And I remember on that phone call, they were giving me this awesome offer. It was for a year long contract with them. I was so excited. It felt like a dream come true. And I said, you know, guys, like I am hopeful to expand our family this year. And that, and that really is like at the focus of my life right now. And they go, Oh my God, we were hoping you would say that. Like, we want to be with you on this journey. And I had this like wake up call where I was like, I almost delayed moving forward with my own family with like, what will be my greatest work to date, which is a child, because I was worried about work. And it was just like, a beautiful reminder that the right opportunities are going to accept you in every season and stage of your life and the wrong ones are going to fall away. And isn't that kind of what we want anyways? Oh, like the permission that I feel and like, (laughs) that's what I needed to hear right now where I'm at. You're so right. Yeah. It's amazing too, because I have spoken on stages pregnant I have nursed on live streams. Like I have shown up in every stage of this. And what's really wild to me is that the moments that I'm apologetic, I was recently on a growth day session and it was like my first day back from maternity leave. And my mom was over helping with Quinn, who is not good at taking a bottle, which just really complicates things a lot. And I could hear her crying in the other room. And I was like sitting there like faced with like a this or that moment. And I wrapped up the training just a few minutes early. And I told my mom, come on in here. Let me introduce you to these people that I am so blessed to teach and let them see the fruits of all of this. Mm. And I was very apologetic for a moment. And then I was like, wait, though, like this is growth. Like this is what I want people to see. And it's just crazy because I think too, we are so black and white. And, And I will be the first to admit the privilege in the fact that like, I can work from home. My baby's in the other room. I have help. I have so many things that are working in my favor that so many women and mothers do not. But there is this beauty in not this or that. It's like finding the and in your life. And I think that a lot of times when we aren't mothers yet, we kind of point it as a this or that decision in our minds, which makes it really hard to move forward. Yeah. You know, you're leading into my next question, my kind of next mindset block, and it's the whole concept of integration. And I'm thinking about when I become a mom, I will have friends who are not moms. You know, we'll have we'll be friends with couples who are not parents and like parenthood is not on the horizon for them. And so I feel like it's going to change this dynamic with my relationships, not just with my friends, but obviously with my husband, with the father of my child. And I'm worried about integrating that life, the parenthood life with like just Kylie existing as a friend, as a wife, as a sister, as a daughter. That whole part of it scares me too, how relationships will change. Yeah. I mean, I recently recorded an episode that was all about the five different kinds of friendships that you need in your life. And it's a really powerful episode because I feel like there are different 
seasons and stages and reasons that people are in your life. And there is something to be said in having this shared experience of motherhood that allows you to connect with people in a different way. But you are still you. You are still maintaining relationships that you had before this. And there are so many things that I think about. So like, if you were to look at my phone right now, there are people in my life that I text literally daily, the Amy Porter fields of my life. (laughs) I also have my college roommates who I text daily. I also have mom friends that I text daily. And the conversations all sound different. Like Amy has a stepson, but she's never been through the stage of life that I'm in with two little ones. But we talk about certain things. And I've learned how to be unapologetically all of the roles of my life. But you are just going to connect with people on different things. It's like, Kylie, if you have people that have dogs similar to your dogs, like <laughs> yeah. you could talk with them for days about your dogs, right? Yeah, it's annoying, uh, actually. <laughs> yes. And so don't fear that. Have faith. And and the other thing, too, that I've found is that it's beautiful to have people that are a little bit ahead of you in the journey that speak into your life. But it's also so invaluable to find someone that is at that same stage as you. So my friends, Ashlyn and Sarah, like we started a text thread before we had our first children. They were all born within a week of each other. And that text thread was literally a lifeline where it was like, does your kid do this? Is this normal? Uh, (laughs) Like, what are you guys doing about this? And So it's really interesting because I think that there's just only room for expansion and you've got to trust that. But I also think too, that motherhood really forces you to get really clear on who's going to accept every version of you. There's that meme out there that's like, you know, notice who says like, I like who you're becoming, like notice the people that are there with you. And, you know, I can still throw back a few margaritas for a girl's night. (laughs) Don't worry about that. (laughs) Yeah, I I don't worry about you at all. (laughs) No, no. Just I think it adds a different depth and breadth to your life. And I do think Drew and I talk about this a lot where, you know, Coco started school this year, but we have not been given the beautiful opportunity of like meeting other kids' parents because of COVID. And so it's like we're really excited to like hang out at school pickup line or like go out to dinner with like her friend's parents and kind of start that next phase of our lives. And I think kids can be a beautiful connector, which is awesome. You know me, I love discovering new tools that I can share with you to help you work smarter. And if you're anything like me, you might be running your business from the kitchen counter or the kid's playground. So having tools that travel with you are essential. From marketing to sales and service, HubSpot has tons of tools that help you run and scale your business easily from anywhere. One of my favorite tools is mobile inboxes, where all of your incoming email and live chats go to one shared location, meaning your whole team can work from one place and easily manage your sales and customer support. So easy, right? Then there's the custom surveys from HubSpot. With a custom survey, you can solicit feedback with unlimited questions, diverse question types, and easy shareability. Leverage the insights you collect to enhance your customer experience and deepen your customer relationships. Learn how your business can grow better at HubSpot.com. Hey, gold diggers. Lately, I've been getting excited to finish furnishing our new home, which is why I want to tell you about a brand that we absolutely love, which is Article. I have been a fan and a customer of Article for years. I'm always blown away by the curated assortment of furniture styles they offer. They have mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandinavian, and even boho designs. There is something for everyone, no matter your taste. In our last house, we had their sofa and leather chairs. At our lake house, we have their dining table and chairs. 
We also just ordered some of their outdoor furniture for our new patio. Like if you can't tell, we are obsessed with Article. The quality and style are top notch. Article's online only model means that they can offer some great prices with fast and hassle-free delivery. Pick the delivery time that works for you and they keep you updated every step of the way. Article's customer is also amazing. They're knowledgeable, friendly, and always there when you need them. If you're like me and you're itching to give your home a makeover, I highly recommend checking out Article. They believe in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their commitment to style, quality, and affordability, it's never been easier to transform your space. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash gold digger and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash gold digger for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. What was something that surprised you the most that maybe you weren't anticipating about fully accepting the motherhood title? You know, I think about like, this is so silly. This is so silly. So like vulnerability moment. But when I think about like my Instagram bio, right? You know, I see mothers to be, I see new moms. It's like they shift out a couple characters so they can fit mama in their Instagram bio. And it's like, will I be someone who wants to wear that title? Like, do I want to be first identified as a mother? I'm not sure at this point. So was there anything like that, that surprised you that you didn't realize you were going to accept and welcome and hug with open arms? Absolutely. I remember looking at people who made their Facebook profile photo photos of their kids. And I was like, this is so confusing. That's not who you are. <laughs> like, or like Peloton usernames that it's like mama of crew or like something like that, you know? Right. And I was like, oh, but I've learned like however people choose to identify is like so freaking beautiful because it's their purpose in that season. And it's really interesting because I actually had an interesting fear similar to this in that I was worried that having children would make me look at all of this work that I've done in my life and see how insignificant it was because of the significance of motherhood. Like I was almost worried of the opposite of that. And what is so interesting is I think that when people use that as an identifier, it is more of a signifier of this mental load that a mom carries that makes the work even more beautiful. Like the fact that you can say that and with whatever work you're choosing to do or not choosing to do in that season. I was thinking about like the mental load of motherhood this morning as I was preparing to record. And I was like, making a bottle that I'm hopeful Quinn will take somehow, God, please getting the stroller ready, getting Coco's hair brushed in at the door and like all these things. And like motherhood is like this mental load that you never shut off. And so I think that when people incorporate that in with their work, it's a signifier of like, I'm doing all of these things. I am all of these people. And at any given moment, I might switch from mom mode to work mode or wife mode to friend mode. And so I think it's just a beautiful differentiator for a lot of people. But that being said, you don't even have to tell people that if that's not a part of your work or if that doesn't feel incorporated. And I understand even more now than ever the desire for privacy or to compartmentalize that part of your life too. Mm. It's just so interesting for me to think about as someone who is not a mom yet. And like when I introduce myself, I usually 
people ask like, what do you do? And I lead with, I'm a podcaster. I'm a podcast producer. It's like, will that introduction change? Will I want it to change? And I was watching this. There's an influencer that I follow, a fashion influencer. And before she had her baby while she was pregnant, she was doing a Q&A and someone asked like, oh, is this just going to be like a mommy blogger account? now. And it came from like such a negative place. And she said, Oh, no, like I'm this is not I'm still gonna blog about fashion. And like, this all it's gonna be the same content it's always been. And then her baby arrived. And it did turn into a mommy blog, but like in a beautiful way. And she was so unapologetic about it. And I guess standing where I am now, it's hard to anticipate what that transition or evolution will feel like. And I think that's why I fear it. Because I don't know how I'm going to feel. And I'm someone who wants to be able to do little experiments before I like take action and fully, you know, dive into something new. You can't experiment with parents. You can't can't, like get a little (laughs) pregnant and see how it feels. You know what I mean? It's like all or nothing. Yes. Yes. I think too, like I used to be so freaked out. And sometimes, frankly, I still am at this thought of like, you will be a parent for life. For the rest of your life, you will think about your children when they're 42, you're worried that they're getting home safely. Like you will always be a parent. And that is a scary thought. Sometimes I I literally was in the car the other day and I like put my hand on the passenger seat to look behind me while I was backing up. And I see a stroller and two car seats. And it was like, who put these kids in my car? And where did they come from? And like, what is this (laughs) life? And it was just like one of those moments where it was like, how am I old enough to be doing this? And like, how have I been doing this for three years now? Like, it's just, it still is crazy to me. It truly is. And it's also crazy to me that like, you don't have to like get qualified or like do an education in parenthood before you become one. I think that's right? really weird. Too. It's so weird. <laughs> Surely there's like a required course for that, yeah. but <laughs> there is not. So that's an interesting thing that you bring up. Like you're a parent for life. Obviously that is the truth. And there's a quote I heard the other day, or maybe it was somebody's grandmother gave somebody else advice saying that you are with your partner, you're with your husband or your significant other for a shorter amount of time alone than you will be with children. And which is going to be true for us. You know, we've been married going on coming up three years now. And if we welcome a baby this year, then we will have this child as part of our relationship for much longer than it's just been me and Chris. And that scares me too. Like, how have you protected Jenna and Drew time and Jenna and Drew as a partnership? Yeah. Well, I think you just said the key word there. And this was actually advice that I gave our team member who recently had a baby. As I said, there are going to be moments where you feel like you are keeping score or you're at odds with each other, or you're wanting to like correct your partner. But remember that you are teammates. And even the other day, Coco was like fighting going down for her nap and it was brutal. And when this happens, Drew and I can sometimes get at odds with each other because we're like frustrated and overwhelmed. And I like finally just walked into the kitchen and hugged him and we just started laughing. (laughs) What is happening? And it's like remembering to like stay light and stay connected in that way. But I do say that like we have had to really prioritize it even more so now because it does just feel like a lot of handoffs. You know, you take one kid, I take the other kid. We'll, you know, we'll meet up and, and we're blessed to spend so much time together, but it's not necessarily always quality time. And so 
One recommendation, this is not an affiliate code. I wish it was. We started using this app called Paired, P-A-I-R-E-D. I have literally sent it to so many of my friends, so many of my colleagues and peers in the industry, and they have all said it is life-changing. Essentially what it is, is it is an app and you get one question a day and you have to answer the question and you cannot see your spouse's or partner's answer until you've answered it yourself. Oh, so it's almost like a like you know. Have you ever thought I've been out of the dating game for literally over a decade? <laughs> Same. But I'm like, I don't even know what Tinder means. I don't know, but it it is a gamified <laughs> version of almost like marital connection or counseling. It's built by marriage counselors. It spans topics like intimacy, quality time, gifts, significance, financials, and. It's like one question a day. Like, so let me see what today's was because what's been beautiful is it gives us things to talk about. So here's the question for today. So it says, what are you most appreciative in your relationship right now? And Drew said, the ability to stay home and be with the girls and time for myself to work out. Jenna has given me the best life I could ask for. And then I said, what I'm most appreciative for is the extra support and getting back to work so that I can do what I love and then be with who I love. And you're understanding that after so many months, my brain is really turning on and I'm doing my best to harness it in and find balance. And so that was what we did today. And then every single day, you just get a different question. But we talk about these questions and it gives us something to talk about beyond children or work. It's been really transformative for us. And it's just been something I would highly recommend getting in the habit of with your partner or spouse. One of my friends is dating and she's like, thank you for recommending this app because this is the richest relationship I've ever been in because we're talking about these things in a way that it's not coming up when it's heated or when we're disagreeing. And so we are really taking active steps as a as a partnership, as spouses, as husband and wife right now to prioritize things like this. Oh, I really like that. I'll make sure it's linked in the show notes. I just want to hear what Chris would write back. That's good. Yeah. So I mean, here's a good example. Here's a good example. So there's one day that it was like, how do you feel when you have to settle an argument via text? I can't see his answer till I write in mine. Drew says, I hate when we have to do that. I'd rather us just like figure it out while we're together. I write back, I love when we do that. <laughs> it's so helpful for me to separate oh the God. emotion with the words. And then it, like we were dying laughing. It's like we've been together 10 years and like <laughs> we've never talked about this, you know? And so it was just like, it's really lighthearted in that way. And it's really great like that. But it, you know, I mean, we've had these moments where it's like, oh, I guess we haven't talked about it. Or I guess we've evolved past that or right now in this season, I need this. And so it's been really cool. So just figuring out different ways, whatever uniquely works for you. And then also to like, we're finally trying to get back to like a date night. And a lot of times it, it feels really easy to cancel. And we can only do them when we have that support from like my parents. But we've been really trying to hold tight to those. And man, they are really precious when we get them. So it's just been really fun like that. <laughs> I love seeing the Instagram stories like you've posted a couple from your date nights and you guys look like you just have so much fun together. You look we like you're do. just like dating. We're kids. <laughs> oh, I oh, love it. Fun. Gold diggers, we all know the B2B landscape can be a bit complex. From lengthy buying cycles to complicated decision-making processes, reaching your target audience can be tough, but I found a solution tailored just for you. LinkedIn ads. 
A whopping 79% of B2B content marketers say LinkedIn produces the best results for paid media. That's because with LinkedIn ads, you're not just casting a wide net and hoping for the best. You're strategically building relationships and driving real results. We're talking about a platform with over a billion members, including 180 million senior level executives and 10 million C-level executives. You are networking with the actual decision makers. And LinkedIn's targeting and measurement tools are specifically designed for B2B marketers, meaning you're not wasting time or money on irrelevant leads. In fact, in the tech industry, LinkedIn ads have been shown to generate two to five times higher return on ad spend compared to other social media platforms. Using LinkedIn ads allows you to stay ahead of the curve when it comes to industry trends and developments, whether it's finding the perfect partner for a collaboration or uncovering new opportunities for growth, LinkedIn can be your secret weapon. Make B2B marketing everything it can be and get a hundred dollar credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash goal to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash goal. Terms and conditions apply. On top of my many titles as mom, entrepreneur, and creative, I've also added host. Drew and I host on Airbnb on our favorite island in Hawaii. We started hosting as a way to make some extra income, and we've had such an easy breezy experience. Now we host year after year, and it's been a fantastic side hustle. Not to brag, but we've also been crowned Airbnb Superhost several times, so we are really killing the game. It's about having spaces we can enjoy as a family while creating memorable experiences for our guests, and it helps that we earn a little extra cash on the side. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. So as someone who I look to, as a mentor, as a leader, as a friend who has navigated the identity shift as, you know, Jenna, and then Jenna as a mom, what was most helpful to you? Like, what support helped you navigate that identity shift? And how can someone as a friend to someone like me who's thinking about becoming a mom, how can they help? Yeah, okay. So here's what I've started doing. And I I personally think this is brilliant. I'm tooting my own horn. So there are a few women in my life who are either pregnant right now or recently had babies. And what I'm doing is I'm sending them a text and saying, tell me on a scale of zero to five, what kind of day you're having zero being the hardest of hearts, five being that you're on top of the world so that I can support you appropriately. And I love this because we recognize like when we were in the early stages of parenthood after our three-year struggle, everyone felt so negative. And it was like, we were on top of the world. We were like, so blissfully happy. We had waited so long for this. And like, we'd go to the pediatrician appointment and they'd be like, oh, you look like you're doing really good. Well, it's not always going to be this easy or, Mm. oh, like we'd be like, oh, she slept really good last night. Well, that's not going to last. And it was like, people were just like sucking the wind out of our sails. And then there would be really hard days and people would be like, isn't this heaven? And you're like, no, this is not heaven. (laughs) And so I think that letting someone tell you where they're at before you offer advice or encouragement has been, at least in my opinion, has been really helpful so that you can encourage appropriately. If they're having a blissful day, like, oh, savor those moments. It's so special. If they're having a really hard day, like, I just want to remind you, this is temporary and you're going to get through this. And I know it's so hard to imagine it, but like on the other side, it's going to be so much better. And so that is like one big recommendation. And I would say use that for people who are processing grief or in a season of struggle, like let them set the tone of how you can communicate with them. 
And the other piece too is always saying no need to respond. Mm, I like it when you do that. (laughs) Yes. No need to respond, but just wanted to check in. And I've been doing that a lot as well. The other thing that I would say is that parenthood is one of those things where there are so many opinions. There's so much information. My mom was actually just saying, she's like, man, I think parenting these days is a lot harder than it was for us because everything is so accessible. People are more bold in their judgments. People are more vocal with what they think is the right way. And she said, we're very prone to lose that intuitive side of us, that nurturing side of us, that natural mothering side of us, because we want to do things right. And my advice would be, regardless of where you are in that journey, start to try to tap into that intuition. It doesn't have to be motherhood intuition. It's just your own intuition. And I recognize like, even when I went through childbirth for the first time, I didn't have a birthing plan. I just told myself, I'm going to know what I need when I need it. And I believe that. And I've really tried to carry that forward with me as a mom that I will use my instincts that have been given to me by God and I will do the best that I can. And I'm not going to take everyone else's opinions. I'm going to truly believe that I am the right mother for this baby and that I can provide what what this child needs. And of course I'm going to mess up along the way, but I'm going to do it from a place of my own spirit and not like what the world tells me. So just start to tap into your intuition more, connect with yourself in that way. And one thing that really helped me to do that, even through our seasons of struggle was literally just laying down, putting one hand on my heart, one hand on my belly and just breathing to just connect mind, body, and spirit. And I think that that is just something that can be good for all of us. Is there anything else you want to make sure women who are battling that motherhood identity shift right now slash me. Anything else you want me to hear before we close out this this topic? It's so natural to be afraid. You've done really big things in your life already and you will do big things. And if you are blessed to become a parent, your work somehow gets richer, somehow gets more meaningful and your time becomes more more full in a good way. When I say full, I don't mean full as in busy or overwhelmed. I say full as in fat minutes, like enjoyed minutes that feel so rich that like the depths like are deeper than the ocean that you just want to savor. And I think that you don't know what you don't know in the best way possible. And that is by design. I think that we are meant to be explorers in our own lives. And just as you didn't know what you didn't know when you started your business or when you launched that side hustle or when you had that dream, you don't know what you don't know. And that's what's beautiful about parenthood. That's something to be embraced, not feared. And I would say that the things that have gotten you this far are only going to carry you forward, not just in your career, but in motherhood as well. And that you will be absolutely amazed at what you can accomplish during a nap. You had me like really close to tears. And so thank you for, <laughs> for you know, we all need up. that moment. But uh, truly, it is it has been a roller coaster, but it is one that I don't want to step off of. And it is hard, but it is beautifully designed to stretch me as a human in a way that I would have never been stretched for. But also it gives me just this deep ambition to make the world a better place for my children and for your children and for your children's children. And so 
embrace it and don't apologize for the fear. The fear is just speaking to you and maybe revealing places in your life that you've been attached to for too long or ideas in your life that you've been too attached to that maybe you can loosen your grip just a tiny bit to see what is possible and what lies ahead. Thank you so much for letting me use this as like a personal therapy session with you. (laughs) (laughs) Unlicensed therapy, but yeah, unlicensed therapy. Uh, Yeah. Uh, It's just such a treat always, but this has been particularly special for me knowing, hoping that this is the year that motherhood becomes a reality for me. So thank you, Jenna. You are so welcome. And I just cannot wait to see more women, however they let their ambition show up in their life, whatever they choose. I cannot wait to see them continue to just step into who they are becoming and to welcome every iteration and identity that lies ahead of them. I think it is a blessing to be able to watch all of these gold diggers and their lives unfold as we walk through this together. So thank you. And of course, until next time, gold diggers, keep on digging your biggest goals. I'm over here giving you a virtual high five because you just finished another episode of the Gold Digger podcast. Did that go by way too fast for anyone else? If you want more, head over to golddiggerpodcast.com for show notes and all the discount codes from today's sponsors. And if you're looking for a new crew of movers and shakers like you to bounce ideas and ask questions, be sure to join my exclusive community for gold diggers on Facebook. The link's waiting for you at golddiggerpodcast.com. Hey, Gold Diggers. Lately, I've been getting excited to finish furnishing our new home, which is why I want to tell you about a brand that we absolutely love, which is Article. I have been a fan and a customer of Article for years. I'm always blown away by the curated assortment of furniture styles they offer. They have mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandinavian, and even boho designs. There is something for everyone, no matter your taste. In our last house, we had their sofa and leather chairs. At our lake house, we have their dining table and chairs. We also just ordered some of their outdoor furniture for our new patio. Like, if you can't tell, we are obsessed with Article. The quality and style are top-notch. Article's online-only model means that they can offer some great prices with fast and hassle-free delivery. Pick the delivery time that works for you, and they keep you updated every step of the way. Article's customer care team is also amazing. They're knowledgeable, friendly, and always there when you need them. If you're like me and you're itching to give your home a makeover, I highly recommend checking out Article. They believe in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their commitment to style, quality, and affordability, it's never been easier to transform your space. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash gold digger and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash gold digger for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more.